our people podcast here at Veolia, where we connect our people to our purpose with our people through conversations. And this is episode two, and I'm really excited to be joined here today by our first, our very first guest of our people podcast series, Matt Powers. Matt is our community cleansing supervisor from West Berkshire, and we're going to delve into Matt's world and hear more about what he does on his day-to-day, what drives him, what inspires him, and just a general chit-chat. Matt, welcome to our very first guest episode of our People podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Hi, Beth. Hello. Um, Before I let you introduce yourself, um, I just want to start by sharing with you the introduction of each podcast and what we're going to do. And that is at the end of each episode, you will leave a question ready for our next guest so we can connect you to everybody else who's going to come and join. But obviously, as you're our first guest on the episode, this question is coming from me for you. So, Matt, tell me what the best piece of advice that you live by is that you'd like to share that may inspire others. So, yeah, I think for me, best piece of advice would be live every day like it's your last because yeah. you never know when you're, I don't want to sound morbid, you never know when your number's up. So you've got to um, be proud of what you're doing. I think that's that's how I like to live life. I love that, Matt. And is that something that you do live by every day? Is that your reminder? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, every day I try and do something where I think, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm proud of that. I've achieved something today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a beautiful way of living. Thank you for sharing that. And it is very much putting you on the spot, asking you quite a quite a deep question. So thank you. So Matt, just tell me a little bit about yourself. I've introduced you as our community cleansing supervisor from West Berkshire. What does that mean? So uh, community cleansing supervisor, We look. Our, I look after a team of people that look after all the street cleansing in West Berkshire. So quite a big area. Mm-hmm. We've got a team of 32 people now. Day to day, we do anything from emptying litter bins in town to doing all the leaf clearances, the street cleansing activities. Uh, we work closely with our client to deliver a, a good service, basically. Fantastic. And for people in the business who haven't got an idea around like, what is street cleansing? What does this even mean? Tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what what, what does it look like? Your day to day, what does that look like for you? So, I mean, to know about street cleansing, probably better to know about some of my team's day to day. They can come in in the morning. It's normally a very early start on street cleansing. So normally a 6am start. We go out, we always start with town centres. So we just get all the town centres clean. And then we move on to our daily schedules. It might be cleansing a street. It might be emptying litter bins around the county or dealing with fly tipping at times as well. Yeah, so it really depends on what the council throw up to us really on the day. It can be quite varied. And Matt, tell me, how long have you been here at Veolia? Uh, Just over 14 and a half years now. So many jobs throughout those times. I started as a litter picker managed to get my HGV driving license through Veolia, which was good. So that sort of progressed me through, started training people on health and safety. And that's really how I ended up being in the supervisor's role in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now I just look after my team, make sure they're safe. 
What, what are some of your challenges that you face on a daily basis? Tell us a little bit around what your world looks like. So probably our biggest challenge is the public, I would say, to be, to be perfectly honest, and uh, the lack of respect that people have for the environment. People just litter everywhere and it, it does annoy me greatly. It's quite demoralising sometimes when you've litter picked a road and you turn around and there's more fresh litter down. I said it in the past, doesn't happen very often, but we've even had people throw litter at us whilst we're litter picking, which is never good for people that are working on the roads. Probably our biggest challenge at the minute is the increase in traffic. Like the jobs changed so much in the last 14 years. When I first started, it was a lot safer to work on the highways than it is now. There's so much more traffic about. So everything's faster, louder, and it's it's becoming harder to work on the roads. So when, if I'm hearing you, you litter, the team is litter picking streets, towns, but you're also doing that on the busy highways as well. Yeah, we work on 70 mile an hour roads. Wow. So obviously we have to have certain things in place when we're doing that. Yeah. You know, it might be traffic management. Yeah. It might be working on wide verges. It it really depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. It's all risk assessed in, but yeah, it, it's a very dangerous environment to work in. Mm. And uh, I think we do a pretty good job at it. So I, I, I'm sure you do. You know, I, I've obviously the reason why I asked you and really wanted you to be a part of this podcast series is because I. Me and you have started to do some work together in the business and I see your passion for the work that you do and I just really wanted you to come along and share your experiences and and for others to hear, you know, what is it that drives you? So let's start there. Let's have let's explore that a little bit together, Matt. What, you know, you've shared some of the tasks that you have to do daily that form part of your day-to-day role and your teams. What is it that inspires you to keep doing it? Keep getting up every morning and coming in. I think from a young age, I've been sort of a very outdoorsy person. I've always been in the countryside, appreciating appreciating nature, appreciating wildlife. I studied at an agricultural college when I was growing up, a different field, but so fishery management, but it was still looking after the environment. And I think being able to do that on a day-to-day basis is uh, one of the reasons why I get up every day to do what I do. It really... It's nice that the work that we do at Veolia really contributes towards something good rather than just a, you know, a moneymaker, essentially. And Matt, how does the work that you do, in your words, contribute to to the greater good? What does that look like for you? I mean, one of the biggest things we do is remove pollution. So, you know, I mean, litter is a form of pollution. We're making our community a better place to live for everyone we're protecting our wildlife from removing all that litter stopping it from getting in the waterways and everything you know it's uh it's all about protecting the environment basically so i think we're quite seasonal with our work one of the one of the biggest impacts that that we have is clearing up the leaf in the autumn time it's, it's a big part of our job and it really does protect the communities stops people from slipping up obviously and uh it also prevents flood risks as well. While we're constantly clearing the leaves away from drains and, and trying to stop everything from being flooded. So a big part of what we do is organising our resource as to how we're going to do this big operation. It's like the 12-week lead up to Christmas wow. is all about how we manage our resource to 
get the job done basically a big part of what we do is is um keeping pollution away from the waterways yeah. stopping it going in the drains um when you're saying stopping it going into the drains what are you talking about so it could be anything any any type of litter a lot of litter releases pollutants and if we can get rid of it before it gets into the waterways it, it's, it's good if we can get rid of it before it tangles up with wildlife yeah. it's also good another thing that we do is we do the road sweeping in, in west berkshire and all of that waste goes away for precious metal extraction so what does what does precious metal extraction mean matt so i'm not entirely sure of the process fully but basically when if you've ever seen the stuff that comes out of the back of road sweepers it's just like a big pile of mud okay and in amongst all of that horrible waste is uh, little specks of metal and you'd be quite amazed at how that metal can be saved and reused and recycled but i suppose in terms of being in the community our presence and making the environment a clean place to live is probably the biggest impact we have you know everyone wants to live in a clean place yeah well you'd like to think so yeah and i think that's that's the biggest impact that we have is just taking pride in in our work and and making sure everything's clean yeah pretty much all of the people that work for me if you ask them they're all they all say they're proud once they've finished a once they finished a road how how good it looks it's one of the biggest reasons why people work there because they they like the fact that they can have job satisfaction yeah they can actually see a difference yeah. in, in what they've done there's a tangible difference yeah. they've gone out done a day's work they can see that you know just going back to the first point you made it prevents floods people wouldn't would people naturally put that together that that's a big part of what you do making sure that the drains aren't blocked and in turn the you know the repercussions or the impact that that could have if that wasn't to happen yeah. it's even on businesses, you know, if a road floods, it could ruin a business. Yeah, you play such a fundamental part in such a bigger picture. Again, it's just like looking at the wider picture again. Mm. You know, you might not think that when you're doing your day-to-day road sweeping, which you're paid to do, yeah, that you're having that impact. But that could be a, a good reason for you to be getting out of bed every day, mm-hmm. is to be a public servant, you know, serving the public. Yeah. I mean, we were talking earlier, wasn't we? And one of your hobbies is hiking. Now it all makes sense. It's all coming together, the outdoors that you enjoy. And uh, I'm seeing now that this is where your your passion for the work that you do comes from. Yeah. All right, in saying that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse for me than walking somewhere in a beautiful, beautiful surrounding and seeing litter and fly tipping and pollution. It, it really upsets me when I walk past it and... Yeah, really annoys me how people can do it. I don't know. I suppose one of the ways that I educate in West Berkshire is by the newsletter that we do at Padworth. Yes, I want to talk about the newsletter, Matt. Yes, so at Padworth we release a monthly newsletter. It started off about a year and a half ago as a a paper version. Of course, now we've gone digital because we don't want to keep printing paper. Yeah. Yeah, in, in that newsletter we talk about recycling rates and everything local and that's how we try and educate our wider staff anyway yeah and hope that that spreads out to everyone else that they might meet or know well we talk about Veolia's purpose yeah how that relates to people because a lot of people probably don't realize the impact they have on on the wider purpose of Veolia every little thing you know helps with 
with our purpose. Talk to me around why moving to digital was important. Well, I think environmentally it was it was the right thing to do. And as well, you can do so much more now than, than paper. You know, the digital versions can have links to quizzes and, and, and links to videos. And it's, it's a much more broad platform. Mm. You know, paper was just literally read and then it got thrown away and that was it. But at least with the with the newsletter, we're, we're one not printing. We're providing all these different services. We're providing all this different information to people. Mm. We find it a really good tool to feed back to our staff as well. So like we always have safety concerns that were raised in the previous month so that people can get tangible feedback and actually feel like they're being listened to. Mm. Because quite often feedback can be lost in translation and yeah. if it's there in black and white, at least they can read about it. Well, I think it's just a, a really good tool. And the more and more that people uptake to these digital tools, the more and more they'll see that they're far superior to the old methods yeah. and they can really help people mm. to be connected to the wider purpose. Yeah, Just different different ways, different means of getting the word out, that's what... We just keep trying yeah, and we'll keep persevering with it. Yeah, I totally hear that. And, you know, it's it's like you've mentioned, it's to make it easier for everybody to access it and more accessible. Absolutely. I think the easier it is to get hold of, the, the more people are going to read it yeah, and the more valuable it will become. Because kind of like what we're doing here with the podcast, you know, you want a sort of a community of people to uptake to the newsletter yeah so you want that sort of community the people that read it people that do the competitions yeah share their ideas their thoughts there's lots of um google forms that we have incorporated into it so it could be anything we we do a we do one on name your truck because yeah. we we just had the new food waste service start in west berkshire and all the trucks have been named by local school kids. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so we've got some really... I think the the overall winner was Pikachu. Oh. So, so one of our trucks is called Pikachu now. Pokemon fan, right? Right. <laughs> so what we try and do now is we've got a Google form where people can name their vehicle. So in the hope that when we get a new fleet eventually, we can name the trucks. And oh. it's just get involved. It's, it's, it's something... It's just something nice. It's to have fun with and people, yeah. yeah. And I know, you know, we talk about that it's been able, you're putting the effort in to get that out there, but can you name a success that you've had from all of this hard work that you're putting in to, to connect them? I can name something that we've got going on right now, which is basically following one of your purpose uh, workshops, which was very recent. Uh, one of my team has come up to me and suggested a way that we can Im- improve the recycling rate in, in one of our town centres. So just from doing that workshop, they've started to really think about, well, yeah, we can do this. We can do that. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll ask someone. And he did. And, and we're, we're actually trialling it right now. So it's a very simple solution and it could increase the recycling by a lot. Just talking about how people's roles, every day-to-day role can affect the purpose you know whether it is making sure that things are recycled properly one of the other examples was switching off your engine you know when you're waiting it's just being conscious about what you're doing it's conscious about your actions and how your actions can impact a greater cause yeah the power of communication isn't it matt yeah 
of having these conversations and that is I'm I'm sure you can see how much I'm smiling here just hearing that story so thank you so much for sharing that because it's it's why we want to do this in the first place why we think it's so important to get people like you who are passionate so you can inspire and you need to please keep us posted with how that initiative goes of what you're doing what your team have come up with so we can celebrate them absolutely so matt you mentioned earlier around educating people um and if there was a piece of advice in the work that you do as Matt, community cleansing supervisor, and then also Matt at home who enjoys the environment and nature, hiking, the great outdoors. What would be your best piece of advice in terms of the the environmental impact that you would like somebody to remember, something that they can stick with them from your experience of doing the job that you do? With environment, you've got to think long-term. You know, don't think about today, tomorrow, think about 10 years. What what, what impact are we going to have in, in 10 years by doing something? And one way to look at things is you should always lead by example. So it might be switching off a light bulb, something so simple, but if enough people do it, you're actually going to make a physical impact. I think that's the important thing is just to look at the bigger picture. So I think it's, it's all to do with the solutions that that we provide to try and make the environment a better place. Mm. And there's a long way to go before we've got all of the solutions, but we certainly got a lot of them. And we're working on the others and I think being part of something that can have a positive impact on the environment, I think that's what ecological transformation is to me. Just think, if our purpose is our golden thread, it's it's that one thing that connects us all in the work that we do. We all have our different day-to-day tasks, duties, focuses, you know, all of that stuff. But it is our purpose of ecological transformation that binds us together. And we want to keep that theme in our people podcast. And with our our next guest, they will be answering a question from Matt, who's been with us today. So we'll keep passing that baton on and, and continuing this conversation, which I think is really important. And it's just been an absolute pleasure having you here today, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Yeah, it really has. And hearing from you and and, and let's let's be very candid about this. This has been the first episode that we've recorded. Um, and I'm sure we'll we'll look back in a few months time and um, maybe we'll come back together again and hear about all the wonderful work that you've been doing. And yeah. remember that, we, you know, we're the first to start and kick this conversation off. So thank you so, so much. Right, thank you. And thank you all so much for listening to our second episode of Our People podcast here at Veolia, connecting our people to our purpose with our people. Thank you so much. Have a great day. See you soon.